Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a professional storyteller and an author. Hi, Karen. Hello, Michael. How are you doing? Good. What story do we have today? Here's one from Daphne Nicolopoulos. So the year was 2004. And I uh, remember it like it was yesterday. This was the hurricane season from hell. We were hit with back-to-back hurricanes that were direct hits into Palm Beach County. And I remember at the time I was living in my very tiny Spanish house in East West Palm Beach in a lovely historic neighborhood with a lot of trees. And I was living there with my fiance, who is now my husband. Well, all those lovely trees started uh, falling all around us and bringing down power lines. This was actually Hurricane Francis, the first one. And we were without power for three weeks. So there are a lot of things that are annoying when you're without power. But I think the most annoying is not knowing what to eat. (laughs) Because, you know, you have no refrigeration, right? Your refrigerator is gone. Everything that was in your refrigerator goes bad, like a little at a time. Publix is closed, so you can't exactly run and get something. There was a curfew also of like seven o'clock. So there were no restaurants. You know, everybody else didn't have power either. And then here I am, you know, a good Greek girl. I like food (laughs) and, and I like cooking and, you know, what have you. And I'm also very resourceful. So I thought, yeah, let's go ahead and look in the pantry and see what we have. So I pulled out everything that was what we call shelf stable, and that which is anything that can survive without refrigeration. And then I also um, had a herb garden at the time. So I pulled in a couple of my pots of herbs. And then I looked in the backyard to see, you know, what I could pick from the tree. So there were lemons and there were avocados and the neighbor had mangoes. And so I thought, okay, I have all these ingredients. What am I going to do? So I started to put together, oh, I don't know. I think my very first thing was a salad niçoise, which sounds very fancy, (laughs) but I thought, well, you know, I need to do something with these canned vegetables and what have you, (laughs) like canned green beans that I actually have. And these little potatoes that also come in cans, but I also had great olives and I had canned tuna and all of these things that could go into uh, a salad niçoise. And I made this beautiful dressing and we ate it that night and we thought, you know, this is really great. That was encouraging. I thought, well, if I can do that, what else can I do? So I looked in the pantry again, and then I think I made a gazpacho out of some diced tomatoes and some lovely olive oil and uh, lime juice and chopped onions and garlic and things like that. And that turned out really well. That was a success. And so it just kind of kept going like that. And so before I knew it, I was creating new dishes. Actually, it was like sort of, you know, no cook alternatives of things you would normally prepare in your kitchen. I even made a tiramisu and a key lime pie. I mean, insane. I made a key lime pie 
<laughs> without any eggs and, you know, like without the types of things that you would typically use. And I created it with very simple ingredients. It wasn't maybe as firm as the key lime pie we would typically make. It was a little, little bit more runny, but it kind of held together and it was actually pretty delicious. <laughs> I ended up with like a little stash of recipes and I thought, you know what, when we get the power back, I'm going to research this. I'm going to just, you know, maybe check on Amazon to see what kind of cookbook there is that has recipes for people who don't have power. Maybe, you know, people who go camping or boating or, you know, whatever, or people who are in two hurricanes that, you know, basically knock out their power. We were literally without power for a little more than four weeks. So I did that when we got the power back, I went on Amazon and there was nothing. Being the good Greek girl that I am, I thought I've got to do this for the people <laughs> because I can't be the only one who is wondering what am I going to eat when a disaster strikes. And so I put together a proposal and sent it out to a regional publisher who I thought, well, ah, it's, you know, it's like such a toss of the dice they probably won't even look at it. Well, they called me within three weeks and the Storm Gourmet was born. The publisher called Pineapple Press bought it on the spot and fast-tracked it and had it ready for the next hurricane season. Um, I'll just say that the book's release was broken by USA Today. <laughs> and so... <laughs> And that's kind of how it went. I laugh as I say it because it still just does not even seem real to me. It was in USA Today. It was in Southern Living. It was on the Associated Press. I was called by NPR. And to this day, it is the highlight of my career that I was actually um, interviewed by Howard Burkus on All Things Considered. <laughs> and the other cool thing that happened is that CNN called me and they were literally, they came down, they were literally in my kitchen filming the making of poached Moroccan fruits that I was making with dried fruit and nuts and beautiful rose water, honey, lemon drizzle. And so this is how it went for about a year. And the book was a bestseller, not just in cookbooks, but in all books. It was kind of an incredible, surreal moment. But to this day, and this was, you know, the book came out in 2005. So, you know, we're talking about 17 years ago. And to this day, the book sells. And to this day, I'm asked to give presentations on it. And people thank me for putting it together because it gives them ideas of things they can do. And that's a good thing. Daphne Nicolopoulos with a story about a successful book. You know, Michael, we've been doing this segment a long time, and I know, like a parent, I shouldn't play favorites, but this is one of my favorite stories. And why is that, Karen? Well, having uh, worked with the publishing industry for most of my life, 
I have firsthand knowledge of how difficult it is to get something published as a first time author. Once you've gotten something published, it becomes much easier. But the first one is incredibly hard. And uh, obviously, she's a wonderful writer. And obviously, she had a fantastic subject. And obviously, the timing was great. Sometimes all those things can be in play. And you still can't get a publishing deal. And when you can get a publishing deal to have it be such a mega bestseller i i said you know i want to kiss you if it weren't for covid i want to i want to give you a hug i i still don't understand because this was such an anomaly that's exactly why whenever you have a product like a book that you can tie to a particular annual event and hurricane season is annual for six months at least down here whenever you can do that then you've got a built-in audience. And obviously, nobody else had done this before. And people can buy this as gifts. People can stock this up as part of their hurricane prep. They figure it's a perennial. I feel like I'm doing her PR for her. And (laughs) and certainly, she doesn't need me to do it. I mean, it's just a brilliant idea. And when you come up with a brilliant idea that nobody else has done, it's, it's... it's a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow. I mean, it's just amazing. And it, and from what she sounds like, it couldn't have happened to a nicer person. To write a cookbook with the idea of having no power in a hurricane, per se, having it become a bestseller and change your life, aren't you upset you didn't come up with that idea? I am, but I'm not a, I'm not a foodie and I'm not a chef and there's no way that I could have put this together even if I had had that idea. But the fact that uh, USA Today, Southern Living, NPR, AP, CNN, and she meets her idol, Howard Berkus, that is a public radio nerd. I love it. Now, she was a writer. It wasn't just, I've got a great idea. I hope I make a bestseller out of it, you know, which a lot of people do. What's the next big thing? What can I make a success at? Whereas with her, it was the exact opposite. I need something to cook for dinner. Oh, this is working out really well. Salad, nassoise, tiramisu, gazpacho. By the way, did you notice all the different uh, nationalities in here? She's Greek. She made French, Spanish, Italian. I mean, it was just so wonderful how she pulled the whole world cuisine together. Talk about making lemonade from lemons. She made salad, nassoise from canned potatoes. A 17-year bestseller. It's a Cinderella story. It really is. Well, thanks for bringing us that story, Karen. We'd love to hear more South Florida stories. How can our listeners share them with us? Send me an email to cneil, that's C, and as in Nancy, E-I-L-E, at F as in Frank, A-U dot E-D-U. I'll just send you instructions and you can do the rest. Dr. Karen Neal is a professional storyteller and author. My name is Michael Stock. The Public Storyteller returns next Sunday. Thank you.